Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games Edge of the Empire System. And this is a tale from the continuing adventures for the crew of the Queen of Air and Darkness. And I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. It is I, Modi, the Zexto Scholar. And I'm here to have some insightful revelations about things. And I'm Marie, and I'm here to get y'all from point A to point B. Hopefully safely. And I am Vorin Arthur, as seen on TV. <laughs> and I am Lorenzo. Nobody cares about me. Lorenzo, you're an important creative part of the team. Oh, yes. This says the one who won the Holly for best research in a dramatic documentary. Well, that's... You, that award's for you as well, I think. Don't you? Think? We can share. No. I don't think. If I thought, then I wouldn't be complaining about it. Nobody has any recognition for my artistic ability or my cinematography. I mean, I didn't get an award either. Well, why would you? <laughs> now that is just hurtful. Well, you can have an award in my heart for <laughs> transportation. It's all right, bud. We'll get him next time. And if we don't, we'll take it. You all have a word, because if you look underneath your seats, you will discover the first in the great line of Vurin Ava scents coming to a department store near you. Is that what that is? <laughs> One of the I, buttons I like may have broken. The label? It's a fun color. Yes, I, I thought purple was a good one. And mm. it does shimmer, so... <laughs> That's the glitter! <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Lauren I wasn't prepared for that. And uh, and uh, and you'll see at this point now Lorenzo has a mask on. <laughs> did, did you forget that in addition to, you know, all of the limited amount of senses that you humanoids have, I have also a camo receptive smell and um this is a lot. This is a lot of uh, Musk. Probably should have put some of my experience into knowledge xenology. <laughs> That's why we keep Modi around, isn't it? I actually have a very limited amount of knowledge about xenology. It's not my forte. Actually, never mind. I uh, I apparently have two ranks in it, which I, <laughs> I didn't think I had. <laughs> Does that represent those two big tomes on your shelf that say Xenobiology? I mean, comparatively speaking, I don't have as much knowledge about Xenology as I do about uh, lore or education or the Outer Rim. 
<laughs> I do know more about Synology than I know about the core worlds. Well, I can see really how that would be useful. That is particularly important, though. What we really need is more education on the underworld. I know about the underworld. The camera starts off seeing the swirl of hyperspace as a large, fairly rectangular ship that looks to be a modified Pelta-class frigate from the Clone Wars. This one is royal purple with gold trim on it and docked to one of the two docking ports on it is the Queen of Erin Darkness. The camera starts pulling in, seeming to shimmer through the hull and into what looks to be a lively gambling floor with tables of sabacc and a bunch of other games of chance, including even a hollow projection of a pod race with many different people betting and generally enjoying themselves of a wide variety of multicolored species. So definitely not Cantlebite. <laughs> <laughs> As the camera flows through the gaming floor, it comes up to a door that... It says VIP display, authorized entry only, and is able to shimmer through the door. You can see the crew of the Queen of Air and Darkness standing in front of a desk. And on the other side of the desk is a slightly larger Rodian with their fairly decent schnoz on a uh, Rodian. Fairly dark green in look galaxy eyes as they're looking at the crew. And so you bring to me this device and you are wanting some recompense to make sure that no one knows that you had found it? That is something odd for a Holly award-winning documentarian such as yourselves. I can't believe you're willing to part with your prized lint roller. Well... I was getting tired of every day being told that my hiding places were not secure enough. The pillow was great. No one looks under pillows. I always look under everyone's pillows. You should all know that by now. Well, I, I don't. That's why it took me so long to find the mints at the hotel. <sighs> but, uh, Vern, those mints were on the pillows. Oh. Now there is a mystery afoot. Afoot? That's kind of what your scent smells like to me. Hey, hey! Uh. <laughs> Are the four of you always like this? Or Pretty much. This is, okay. Regardless, what can you get us for it? We don't exactly want it public that we have this. This is, I mean, you know what it is, yeah? Yes, I do. Your lint roller is something that most people don't want to have any sort of official acknowledgement that they have. Right, especially since we didn't go looking for it. It literally fell out in front of us. Through lots of uh, effort on our part, it's very valuable. <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> Lorenzo was just looking at Ver and like, we still want to sell it. Yeah, yes, price, it, was, it was very difficult man. to find it falling out in front of us. It, it fell out af, after a lot of labor. And and hijinks. 
You'll see it on TV, except for the parts that we cut out. I'm hollow. The things that we do watch, but they're not TV. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see it on hollow, except for the parts that we cut out so that we don't get arrested. We are, of course, carried by uh, several different hollow networks on the planet TV. (laughs) Uh, Nice save. This is where I get all of my pod racing footage from. It is amazing. I do not recommend you betting on any of the pod races that we show because they are all pre recorded. <laughs> it does bring in a surprising amount of betting. Is one of us going to sheepishly like put a data pad back in their pocket at <laughs> those words? Like... <laughs> so kill put a, I guess it would be an oversized jeweler's loop to his eye, because giant star-filled eye, and take a look at the lint roller. Oh yes, this this does look like surprisingly two, three hundred years old? Maybe more? Varun would like to attempt to drive the price up a little bit. He'll point at like a ding or a scratch or like a mark of some kind, whether it's it's intentional or not, on the hilt. And he'll be like, if you see there, that that is the mark of the great Jedi King of the era of the that, that time period. It was in the tomb of that Jedi King. It's very valuable. Okay. Vorin clearly has lots of ranks in lore and knows what Jedi are. <laughs> yeah, they, they were the dancers, if I remember correctly. <laughs> They had kings. They used red lightsabers. It's it's all common knowledge. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the dancing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> In this case, you're wanting to do a negotiation check? Well, I was thinking because he's lying, it would be deception, but I could I could make okay, it. Okay, deception works. No, deception against this guy's negotiation seems Okay. And for, for those of you playing at home, we have three light side and two dark side. Sorry, Christine. <laughs> So what's what's the difficulty of the roll? Let's just go with two red and a purple, since this is opposed, and I'm going for rival, not nemesis level. Okay. So the final pool for that, given that I have upgraded my deception skills since last time, is four yellow and two red and a purple. Well, uh, Verin's doing this. I'd like to be trying to position Modi to check out a suspicious looking box in the corner of the office to see if it's the thing that we uh, might be interested in. Uh, um, huh? What? 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 Ernie, what are you doing? It's, it's a lot of the <clears throat> nodding the head toward the, the thing in the corner. Are you, do you need, do you need a lozenge? We have got to work on our subtle communication. Look at the box. Oh, the box. Um, oh, oh, the box. <laughs> the box for Cusco? I mean, now we 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 forgot the box for the lint roller on the ship. We can get it if you need it. <sighs> oh yes, I do see that. What you are saying and how the marks on the outside are very indicative of a well-used lint roller. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yes, it's it's good. It's it's one of the finest examples I've ever seen of its kind. Have you ever tried to actually use the lint roller? Uh, I will be okay. 
side note, I think it was turned on when we had it at one point. I'm pretty sure the answer really? is yes. Yes, I, I have tested it. It works. It, it works. Don't test it here. Especially because that's the wrong end. So I have heard. Okay, so it even functions. That does make it much more valuable. I know a few collectors. I could probably... Hmm. You know, there is one piece that I have in my collection that I'm needing to liquidate because there's just a little bit too much. It's taking up room and I haven't been able to move it recently, but people of your town should be able to deal with it in short order. Just, I'm tied to the Hydean way going from one end to the other. You know how it is. We've got a route to keep. Yes, yes, we all have tales from the Hydean way. Mm -hmm. As you can see here, pointing at the box that Modi and Re have been looking at, this one here is a... I'm not 100% certain what's inside of it, but the markings on the outside are a century-old Carlean Engineering Corporation. And as you can see, the outer uh, sealants are still pristine. They have not been opened yet. So it could be what's inside. It could be that someone just shipped a bunch of stuff from CEC a uh, hundred years ago. I don't know. Well, uh, we we'll want Morty to take a look at it before we make a deal, of course. Oh, but of course. And it's at this point where you hear a large kaboom and the entire ship shakes and you feel the downshift into normal space from hyperspace. Oh no, that is not good. Can I trust the four of you to stay here? I, I might have to put a lock on the door to make sure no one else gets in, but you're not going to take anything, right? No, we would never betray a business partner. I thought not. I need to go investigate this, and we shall be back shortly. Does he lock the door on the way out? Yeah, the Rodian gets up, gives a small bow, and then quickly exits the door, and you can hear the energized for a magnetic lock. Well, that doesn't bode well. Did he take the um, lint roller with him? Or are we not to that part of the deal? Okay. Right now, the deal was left still at the negotiation, which you had successfully bargained him up. It wasn't finalized. So the lint roller's still there. The crate's still there. There's still a bunch of other oddities from his display. You've got Reic blades, a bowcaster type thing. There's a bunch of other technological things sitting around, little data cores, a lot of it with proper museum type tags of like, this is a expired data core from the time of Zin the Despot and things like that. What does the tag say on the box? Does it have a tag, I guess? At the moment, it has a temporary tag saying, Krillian Engineering Corporation parcel, question mark? I guess Vorad will pick up the lightsaber um, from off the table and stuff it back into like the inside pocket of his vest just until the deal is completed. I think definitely intends to go through with the deal as long as the goods are good in exchange. So, uh, Modi, why don't you take a look at that box while we have the chance without you know anyone watching? 
see what you think it's worth. Give me your idea. But the rest of you, I don't like this. That, uh, that didn't sound like just a mechanical malfunction, you know? No, I suppose it did not. I, I would like to actually, if I can maybe angle for my experience as a pilot, kind of see if I can listen to the, the workings of the ship and see if it sounds like there's continued stress on the ship itself or if we're just kind of existing. Drifting, as it were. I'm going to go with that being a daunting check. Yes, daunting. Well... With one upgrade and, and a setback. So that's what? One red, three purple, and a setback. You're in a very soundproofed room. Do I get to roll my, my, my piloting space as my, my choice? Yes. You're so good to me. Absolutely do. It gives me a slightly better chance uh, with red, purple, 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 setback, yellow, yellow, green, green. That is to fail, but an advantage. Can I accidentally find a um, secret compartment with something interesting in it? Like uh, an emergency key card or something? Yeah, I would go with that. Reruns her hands over the wall, just kind of feeling for vibrations, and then there's a... That was the sound of something popping out, by the way. I liked that. That was, that was, a, good, that was a good sound. <laughs> that was a very good idea, mm -hmm. too. If Modi's wanting to take a look at that, I would go with... I was going to say, just to clarify, since we didn't really determine this ahead of time, unless I missed it, is this a thing we're specifically looking for, or is this a random object he has offered in trade? It's a semi-random thing that he's offered in trade. It okay. wasn't a specific, we'll bring you the lightsaber, you give us something. I was thinking for some reason that we knew ahead of the time that we wanted the box. Maybe a, 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 just another, somebody's like, well, that box belonged to my father. You know, I want it back. I get to be the one to open it kind of thing. I don't know. That's my idea, but. Okay. And so we came to this guy with a trade for that reason. Works for me. Since it didn't sound like we were really certain where we were headed with this ahead of time, I'm not sure either way. I don't know why we would take it with us if it were a random thing. Yeah. Since the deal's not completed, I suppose. Uh, I can roll and see what I know about it. Let's go with a red, two purple, and a setback on trying to determine what it is. What skill? Mechanics, knowledge, lore. Knowledge, lore it is. <laughs> <laughs> Was there ever a question? Uh, okay. I dropped setbacks from knowledge skills. Cool. One success and one advantage is what I end up with. All right. So for the success, you get everything that you can see is era appropriate for it to be a hundred years ago. Everything on it looks like it's a sealed crate from CEC. What you're able to tell more specifically is that it's from the hyperspace division, that this looks to be a internal shipment from a prototype facility that has been redirected and subsequently lost. So there's likely a prototype hyperdrive in there. Well, as uh, near as I can tell, this is consistent with transport containers used by the Corellian Engineering Corporation circa a mm, hundred years ago or so. Given that it's still sealed, uh, there is no sign that that's been tampered with or resealed. I suspect it still has its original contents. Likely some hyperdrive or hyperdrive component. Of 
Of course, given its age, it's impossible to tell if the component inside is still in working shape or even if it's even uh, worth much of anything. It could be quite outdated. Uh, or it could be a lost prototype that uh, would have revolutionized hyperdrives had it not gotten lost. Um, really, the sky's the limit. Uh, it could also be some executive's record collection, for all I know. I guess I'll push the box and shake it to see if it has a like a it's full of papers feel to it or like a <laughs> something big is clunking and around in there, but not like hard enough to shatter things. It's just sort of like I'm testing a Christmas present kind of force. <laughs> Other than the comical bit of it actually falling on its side, I don't see a reasonable. <laughs> so let's not. From like you can tell doing that, it's a single solid item inside that seems to be suspended inside by some form of strapping. Not bubble wraps per se, but still maintained so that it's not going to touch any of the outside if it gets knocked around. Well, it's packed pretty secure in there, so I don't know. I think it's good enough for me. If it gets your seal, then it's, it's good for me. Let's, let's go for it. Where? You, you mean go for it when our post gets back? And Yeah, no, I mean let's go for the deal. Let's, let's make the deal, sell this thing, get it off of our... You know, we don't need the heat. <laughs> the last thing we need is uh, that sort of attention. Question, is there a one of those like panels by the door that we could potentially see outside? Like either a window or just like a, like a camera panel? Or are we just unaware of everything outside this room right now? There's a relatively high window in it, like the circular portal window. Okay. And also there's a essentially a ring video thing where you can push a button and see a hollow of what's on the other side of the door. Okay. I think I will go and look at that, or Varen will go and take a look at that little ring video doorbell thing and see kind of what's going on outside. I think he's nervous about how long things are taking. As you take a look through that, you can see Gruss, the Rodian, starting to make his way back. You've got pretty good vision. You can see a bit of the bar, a sabbat table that's nearby. The place now looks pretty deserted. There's still a couple staff nearby, and as Gruss is coming, he's got what looks to be a hold-up blaster in hand and pointed at the deck. Finger off the trigger, but definitely looks like he's about ready to use it if need be. It's at that point where looking through that and also everyone in the room can feel it is there's a explosion. Gruss, the besuited Rodian, goes flying. You can see several helmeted pirates pour out and they start shooting, making sure everyone's staying in behind cover. And only one of them seems to be using a stun setting. Can can we all see this? Yeah, I figure that's a hollow projection of what's going on on the other side, sort of in miniature, just projected from the door. If the four of you are looking around or standing around the door to see what it's recording from the other side, you'd be able to see this. So did Gruss, can we see if he's still alive or did that explosion like hit him? It hit him and threw him out of the hollow recorder range of view. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, that's not good. 
uh, perhaps, given this um, turn of events, we should consider uh, resuming this negotiation at a later date. I concur. I'll I'll draw my blaster. Well, actually, do I have my blaster? I would go with yes. Okay. Like no, nothing bigger than a blaster pistol. Not even like a heavy blaster, but yeah, no, it's just tucked into the vest. I'll I'll just pull it out. Um, and lock. No, the door's already locked. So I'll just stand by the door, I guess, and kind of look to Re and uh, Modi, and kind of nod toward the box, like you know, at least get that out of sight. We can't negotiate if it's been stolen by pirates. As soon as Varin is wielding a weapon, Lorenzo pulls out of a pouch two small metallic uh, sort of spherical devices with small lenses on them and sort of tosses them up in the air. Air! Darkness! You know what to do. <laughs> and they zoom it. they zoom out on either side to start recording the action. I would just assume leave the lint roller and take the box. Y'all basically agreed on it, and that way we're not leaving anybody with a bruised nose. You know, that's a good idea. Uh, plus, I don't want to get caught with this thing. I'll pull it back out. Can I put it in like a desk drawer? Ooh, what about that that place I found with the keycard in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Put it in there. (laughs) Can it fit in there? For a light side point? (laughs) Okay, for a light side point, yes. Okay, yeah, we'll just pop it back in the secret compartment. All right, grab the box then. Deal done. How big's the box? That's a very good question. Lorenzo sized? Ooh. Okay. Is there like a gurney in the room? Did anybody bring some straps? I mean, Lorenzo's pretty small, so... Excuse <laughs> me. Is, is our Shatterfan size zero? Slow yes. at zero, rather? Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. they're yes. slow at zero. I was... Well, the last time that this happened, where we had a box that was me-sized, uh, I think we flipped a light side point to make sure it had casters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hover casters or something. I feel like that, that kind of removes some of the effort here. I'm thinking... That's fair. Now I'm liking the feeling like making it a backpack. <laughs> it's it's going to be horribly awkward. <laughs> Didn't know we were playing Death Stranding. Are there maybe some some shipping straps or something in the room because he was unloading something. Yeah, you could definitely go with that. Like a couple of the carry straps that some people have for moving large appliances into houses. Okay. Um. All right, y'all watch the door. I think I can make this work. He locked it from the outside, right? Is there an interior lock on the door? There is. It's a 16-digit keypad. Yeah, Lorenzo's just gonna, without saying anything, just pop over there and start trying to bypass that. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna go with that would be a one red, two purple... uh, check either mechanics skull dugger yes those are the two that i was initially thinking or computers computers is also there i'll kind of go to the side of the door with the intent of just guarding lorenzo obviously not pointing a gun where lorenzo is working but just sort of ready to react if something bad happens 
I am going to use master slicing to spend two strain to decrease a uh, slicing check's difficulty. So that would turn it into three purple. Is that correct? One red, one purple. It would actually get rid of a purple. Oh, that's yeah. De decrease yeah. decrease difficulty is remove a die. I wasn't sure if it was like the opposite the opposite of like flipping a, a point. I see. No, that's downgrade. Thank you. Okay. All right. So I am rolling four yellows, a red, and a purple, and I have achieved one success and two advantage. Nice. All right. So you've got control of the door. What do you want to do with the two advantage? Is it cheesy to spend them on the strain that I just used? <laughs> no. It's a perfectly no. legitimate strategy. Perfectly synergistic. I don't have to mark down the strain I use. <laughs> See, that doesn't sound cheesy. That sounds kind of... I, I consider that a legit choice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I imagine this going that, like, whoever just said, like, how are we going to get out of here? And then there's just a beep, and Lorenzo pushes a button, and the door <laughs> opens. <laughs> Using the straps for re-moving around with it, it's pretty much all that Re can do. If Re's wanting to do pretty much anything else... Even with the straps, it's still like double the encumbrance limit of what Re can normally move around. Like this is something pretty bulky for moving. So what I'm hearing is that if I want to do something, I'm going to need to find a place to set the box down. Yes. Noted. Fortunately, I'm in a casino with lots of counters and tables. <laughs> I thought about this. Oh gosh, if we're if if we're at a casino, do we see like a ton of droids that look kinda like Billy? Oh <laughs> at least a couple, yeah. That's great. It's also kind of disturbing. Because <laughs> these yeah, aren't gonna it. be friendly. Uh what's it like with the door open? Actually I wasn't sure if the door had actually gotten open oh, or okay. whether Lorenzo had just gotten control over it. Assuming that the door isn't open and you're just still looking outside, looking for the right time to go. Looking outside, the smoke from the explosion seems to have cleared. Several of the suited pirates, they aren't in uniform laminate like, say, uh, the Guavian Death Gang. It's very mismatched pieces. Like, someone's got a Imperial Army blast jacket from the Army and a random helmet. They all look very unique in how they're looking, except they all do look pretty well armored. Standing there in behind them for a moment is a quarren with their four tentacles coming from their mouth and the beak clicking for a moment. Find that Rodian. He's a slippery one. He's been able to get away from paying us a few times by now. I saw him cuddle off in that direction points to the other side of the ship, looking to be towards the bow, and slowly stalks off after his group is going every single place, like looking in behind the slot machines, the Pizak machines, and they're going around with like carbines and blaster rifles, doing the fairly wannabe for their quality of training, jumping in behind down different hallways and different crossways as they're moving. They look, oh, nothing's there, and keep on going. 
Well, they certainly have the gear, but uh, there's someone lacking in the brains department. Well, fortunately, we got Modi on our side. Quorn has passed through the range of the doorway hollow projector and recorder and had passed going from left to right, which is in the bow direction of which Russ was flung. Uh, maybe we don't want to go out this door. Is there any other way out of this room can we find? I'd... going to be difficult with the box, though. Lorenzo rolls her eyes. And, uh... Is there any sort of, like, console kicking around, or was that just just buttons? Yeah, there's a bit of a console. At the door, not so much. Sorry. On his desk, there is. Because this is Gruss's desk. You might have to guess his password to get in, but otherwise, this should be for any of the computer type stuff on the okay. ship. So... Lorenzo was very proud of the slicing work, but uh, boop, 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 relocks the door <laughs> and uh, heads to the computer terminal to see if there's any information about other ways out of this space, hidden passages or whatever in the system. I figure Infochant slash fence, he has decent security, so... Yeah, I'd go again with uh, be two red and a purple for difficulty. Wow, wow, wowie. Take it. Run. Wow, okay. <laughs> it's like maybe You've, you've got Gress's number, apparently. The, the most <laughs> Literally. successes I've, I've ever gotten. So Lorenzo walks over to the terminal, and with five successes, I feel like the password was like Gruss rules. <laughs> with, with a, a Z. Z. With a Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that 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 was a lot easier than I anticipated. All right, then I'm going to clicky key noise, clicky key noise. <laughs> Look for any information on uh, hidden ways out of here. Maybe he has a secret escape well, pod or something we're, we're in his um, um nature his his office right with mm -hmm. his fancy expensive things yeah mightn't he have a like private museum attached like this is the front end of my fancy expensive things but for my special guests we take the full tour and i'm going with that the door for the full tour is actually a hidden behind one of the display cases in his office so that it sucks back into the wall and off to the side. If someone were to just barge in, they wouldn't necessarily see this. Mm. So people don't really know that their hidden museum is hidden. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, uh, Re, behind that case right there, you know, I bet that's what that key card is for. Behind the case? Mm -hmm. There should be a slot on the wall. Oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay. This is a little heavier than I was prepared for, but I got this. We're good. Run my hands over the, the paneling. Gee. Bing. Tunk. It's actually a pair of display cases that both move back and then part. You can then see as the track lighting in the floor and in the ceiling starts clicking on, 
going down further and further, you can see a bunch of different things. Like you can see a bunch of historical style displays. You've got one saying it's a entire March and Row replica armor set. You've got a replica Mandalorian set from the Mandalore Jedi Mandalorian and several different armor sets going along the outside along with then a few display things of weapons skeletons of some like very rare species or something ooh yeah maybe gruss also has a fondness for like aquariums or something i don't know <laughs> so there's um, spookular fish maybe some sacred texts ooh okay yeah Vern's eyes are gonna go wide when the door opens. She's gonna Gras, you've been holding out on me. Uh, I am impressed, Lorenzo. When Ree says I'm impressed, Lorenzo, can I then because you indicated that that took only three successes, can I use two more successes for there also to be a button I can push that actually reinforces the doors even more? Like like, if this guy, you know, has all this stuff and is very paranoid, maybe, like, there's obviously that door to the other section, but then also big metal panels slide down to, like, protect. Like the extra blast doors in exactly. uh, The Phantom Menace. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so Ree says, you know, I'm impressed. And then Lorenzo looks over and says, I'm not quite done. Boop. Blast doors. <laughs> Now you can be impressed. Uh, I stand corrected. That might be a first. <laughs> well, excuse me. Shall we be going? No, I didn't mean that. That I'm, I. Uh, Lorenzo's gonna put her hands together in this sort of like <sighs> recentering. I am trying something new. With you and the getting along, I did not mean that you are not usually correct. I meant uh, that you are not usually admitting you are correct, and that uh, I that uh, we will just smile at you. Impressive that you are admitting it, because I know that is difficult for you. Well, thank you for helping me grow as a person. This is wonderful team building, but let's grow as people in the direction of not guns. That wasn't what. Uh, <laughs> the therapist is so full of. <laughs> uh, anyway. And we move on. <laughs> All right, boss, where to? Uh, well, let's go through the door. Let's close it behind us and see where we go. All right. So, yeah, you're in the now display part of the museum where. There's a bunch of armor. There's a few displays of animals. A couple of the animals are alive. A couple of them are not. One of the things you do notice at the very end, it's got a huge display at the very back of historical drinks from th along the Hydean Way, along with <laughs> you've got a thousand-year-old uh, Krillian whiskey bottle 
and another bottle that's in front of what the modern version is that's actually palatable. There, towards the back of the room, off to one side, you do see a service door that could be towards something, such as a storage room or maybe one of the crew-only walkways. That seems like a good chance to us to get out. Let's uh, try the door and uh, see if we can find a way, at least into the ship proper. Modi stops every couple uh, displays to scrutinize whatever is on display and start yammering about what it is. Uh, He he (laughs) has a captive audience in Re because she's not able to move as quickly as she would like right now. <laughs> ah, this okay. seems to be a genuine um, dragon snake skeleton. Uh, interesting thing, even even uh, much of the exoskeleton seems to be well preserved, which is uncommon, certainly. I thought skeletons were supposed to be preserved. Ah, well, you see, the uh, <clears throat> thing about it is that in the native environments where dragon snakes often live, uh, the other creatures in in the swampy swampy marshes uh, are often the sort that will break down bone without too much delay. Uh, even the dragon snakes themselves they consume the the bones of their dead um, as a sort of uh, digestive aid. That is proper terrifying. Um, Any. Chance some of these displays have some uh, wheels? Well, he doesn't seem to have any uh, displays of historical wheels. (laughs) Just my luck. Like the moon buggy's not here somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) There's just a display case of like 6,000 year old wheels that are like labeled (laughs) like pre-repulsor lift. (laughs) <laughs> ancient pre-repulsor lift uh, locomotion or something like that. I just keep struggling and listening and periodically asking questions, not retaining any of the information Modi is spouting. Is any of it valuable? Well, no, all of it's probably valuable. Is anything valuable that's small? Oh, uh, wait, no. <sighs> nah, we're making a deal with him. <sighs> hey, uh, Mo- Modi. Mm-hmm. This was a modified Pelta class frigate, right? Not to the best of my recollection. Uh, it's not one I'm very familiar with, but I'm wondering if I can flip a destiny point and do a known schematic check with your aid. I uh, I don't know what that destiny point thing means, but I'm. Um... I'm happy to lend my uh, expertise. Assuming I can get boosts. Oh, come on. You don't know what the destiny point means, but you're willing to go off with that crew of losers and explain to them what conflict means for two hours? (laughs) (laughs) This is Ouch. Actually accurate. (laughs) Shots fired. I I happen to be one of the uh, mid-rim's foremost expert on uh, gamos. All that to say, I would like to roll a known <laughs> schematic check with a boost from Modi if I can. Yeah, you can get a combined check with Modi. Sure. Thank you. 
<laughs> Re asks about the uh, frigate, and Modi starts to help, and then immediately his his eye is caught by something else in the room because the boost I got from from Modi uh, was blank. Just probably more re reflection on me than Brandon. But that's three success and three threat. So I know this ship like the back of my hand, but we're somewhere very inconvenient. Yes, that totally makes sense to me. The th biggest issue with this is that where the Queen of Air and Darkness docked is at the back, just before the engines. Normally people just board and they'll go from one planet to the next planet while they're on the ship. But since you're a special case, you docked, and then as a docked ship, you went into hyperspace with it. Right now, the four of you are taking a look at how the Pelta looks. You're pretty much at the... The nose? Yeah, the sort of curved Krellian Corvette-esque front mm. of it. You're on the main deck. There are two Macquarie tubes going down the side, or more of just Macquarie ways. Cruise service corridors, I guess, would also be a name for them. That go roughly down the length of the ship, but pirates have gotten in, and who knows where the heck the pirates are. Alright, I've I've got good news, and I've got oh, bad news. Good news, I know where we are. Bad news, it's about as far away as we could be from our ship. Perfect. Of course. On the plus side, we can uh, at least get into the more functional portions of the ship by taking that lift. Uh, but we don't know exactly where the pirates are, yes, so... Hmm. Ah, wait, Lorenzo, can you see what your cameras are recording as they're recording it? Uh, no, not not so much. They, um... I sort of have to watch it later. Yeah, all right, well, but... I that figures. Uh, hmm. If you want me to give them better instructions, as it is, darkness sticks to the shadows and the air, you know, follows you around, is is the general protocol. No, that's fine. That's acceptable. I uh, I think that's good. I just was trying to figure out if we could use them to see what was in front of us, but that's good. We we still will want the footage. Ben, the um. Pirates we saw in mismatched armor, were they of a variety of species? Uh, yes. Yes, they were. Do you know what... Do you know what else is a variety of species with access to mismatched armor? Four heroes in a museum. Ah! <laughs> I, like, I like where your head's at. What? So why, why would we, we be worried by the pirates if we looked like the pirates? Lorenzo. Oh. <laughs> I want you to put on some armor. That's what I'm saying. I think saying. we absolutely should do this. This sounds like the best idea. I've yeah, ever. that's a good idea. That's a great idea, actually. Oh, yeah. All right, let's start ransacking the things that I wanted to ransack in the first place. <laughs> we'll owe him one. <laughs> They're probably replicas. Should we, like... 
roll force dice or something to see what kind of armor we get if it's functional or not. <laughs> if you're doing it as a disguise, I don't even know that you really need to roll force dice or I was just thinking of getting a quick deception check. Oh my good golly. I at the very, very beginning of making this character, I wrote down that I where did it go? I in my inventory I have a disguise kit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't. I don't know if that pervade, conveys any sort of. I'm going to look in the uh, the thing right now. To it helps us disguise. What that does. It's I perfect. Give a boost for it. I, I'm willing to go for a boost. Well, I vote we have Modi and Lorenzo pick out some armor and bedeck and bedazzle us. I am going to go with it. Is a one red check. For deception or skull dungeon. I would go with either or. I'm okay with either or. I'm slightly better at deception. Yeah, I think the disguise kit just kind of is one of those things that like you can't be dinged for not having the tools. I think I just liked the flavor of having it on me. It it makes it makes sense for being part Part Put of a, a film crew. in a mustache or something for a scene. I don't know. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. please. It's the in this scene, Blurin Blaffa. All right, I <laughs> rolled <Sorry>. the deception <laughs> of the tiny, and I've got two successes and two advantage. I love it so much. Very sneaky. It's the best thing ever. I found ever. some tiny armor. Uh, Modi was going to roll too. I think. Oh. I can. I'm just not good at either of those. Well, I, I just figured Modi would help um, with picking out. Oh, well, I thought it was two separate roles, not a healthy thing. Eh, you 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 did quite well. I'm not going to blame you for anything. Lorenzo's going to win a holly for costuming, but not for filmography. <laughs> that would be the most like ironic, <laughs> horrible thing that could happen. That Lorenzo well, wins go. a holly, but not for what Lorenzo cares about. That's our epilogue right there. You've already called it. <laughs> I love it. Also, I'm completely astounded at my roles tonight. They've been great. <laughs> David, you've not been here. It's been a time. <laughs> do you want oh, has been very mean. <laughs> <sighs> the four of you are able to get together after messing up the displays. Four complete sets. We're not entirely certain. Apparently, there was a Zexto pirate captain from about 500 years ago. Yes. That apparently just fits Modi perfectly. Will Modi regale us the story of this pirate captain in the process? I, uh, I know a few <laughs> things about this pirate captain's life in particular. Um, oh, let me, uh, he even has the eye patch with it and the hat. I guess the eye patch is part of the hat. Yeah, the eye patch is part. Of the hat. Um, hmm. Well, uh, you see, he was he was interesting in that he was mainly a, uh, a nautical pirate on a, on a few different planets. He would usually uh, buy passage for himself and his and his boat, and then sail the local seas until somebody chased him off. It was actually not a great idea. Uh, in terms of success of piracy, but 
some say the fame was really his true goal. And in that case, he succeeded um, swimmingly. <laughs> did, did he legit have to go swimming? Because that seems like a fail to me. Well, his ship sprung a leak on at least three known occasions, uh, as recorded in his own uh, journals and and those of his of his erstwhile crew. He, he was not a great swimmer, all things considered. He did, fortunately. He sounds <laughs> kind of unlucky to spring a leak three times. Oh well, there's there's a few different versions of the of the tale. Uh, some some would just say that he was. Uh, not particularly diligent about proper ship maintenance. Well, that's your problem right there. What was his name? His name? Um, hmm. I want to know, while, while Brandon's thinking of a name, what does Lorenzo do for um, helping re-disguise? Oh. Re- he's, he's just a human, right? Yep. Well, I'm a Corellian human, thank you very much. <laughs> that means I'm human plus piloty. <laughs> well, okay. So if I get Modi in this fancy pirate getup, and I'm gonna obviously get Varin in something very, uh, maybe kind of like sleek and, you know, adventure danger looking, Lorenzo's gonna walk over to Rhi and be like, I know you don't really enjoy all of this, uh, the, the more ridiculous aspect of things, so I think I got something that will make you happy. And okay. essentially, basically what happens is Lorenzo... Lorenzo. <laughs> that's, that's your alias. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my pirate name. Lorenzo just throws like a, like a space blanket on top of the box. <laughs> And just gives you the equivalent of, like, a space cowboy hat. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Lorenzo looks like... Apparently like Balfir from Final Fantasy XII. Some sort of treasure planet admiral. That is bat. amazing. <laughs> that, that is amazing, yeah. Lorenzo found this very pretty blue embellished admiral-looking coat with epaulets and... It's uh, Lorenzo cosplaying Captain Amelia from Treasure Planet. Yes, that's precisely where <laughs> I was going with that. That's amazing. <laughs> that, I, that is the best art. And, you know, because I said it earlier, <laughs> Varun gets a mustache. <laughs> I like that, it. That's Something half... sleek with a mustache. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Half of the disguise kit, you open it up, and there's just an entire panel of mustache choices. It's like a three-ring binder with just like, mustache <laughs> options. You just flip through. It's the best Trapper Keeper ever. <laughs> it's like, how do yeah. humans deal with this hair on their face? Well, hair in general, I would think, because don't Twi'leks not have any? Yeah, I don't think there's any body hair on Vorin. No. <laughs> when you say that, Lorenzo, who is all hair <laughs> just gives <laughs> gives her a dirty book. All right. Well, I believe those pirates were pretty bad at what they were doing, so we'll blend in pretty well. Because we are bad at what we are doing? We're not pirates, are we? That is a good point. Mr. Varin, be heroic. 
hand <laughs> gestures to have her in- do something flashy for the camera. Uh, Vern will grab a rapier-looking thing off of one of the displays and swashbuckle it around for a second, and then, I guess, lead forward. I I, I don't want to keep the rapier, because that seems like a bit too much stealing, but... (laughs) (laughs) You can pose. Wait, just wait till the camera focuses somewhere else for a second, put it back, and I guess lead on with the blaster pistol, because I don't even know how to use a rapier. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Pointy end goes into the other man. <laughs> given given my brawn and lack of melee skill, I'd be lucky to manage that. All right, I think I've got the footage we need. Onward. All right, and he just kind of tosses it lightly back onto like a cushion in one of the displays. I thought he was supposed to say onward. Yes, he's supposed to say onward after I say onward. I'm directing. Onward! Thank you. Beg pardon, director. <laughs> and then into the service tunnels <laughs> I tip my hat to you <laughs> I'm keeping that hat Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at the Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I'm on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. I am at Leslet GS. And I am at AKA Agent Shades. And I am at Ran Out of Time. Which is what has just happened for this episode. Hehe. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you're not getting the holly for the uh, filmography, because you're doing everything else, too. I'm just trying to be humorous. Oh, very well. And we're all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can also find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, where you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We also hang out over on Facebook as The Hydean Way, and you can holocom us at heroes at thehydeanway.com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash way. Or you can make sure to vote for us in next year's Hollies at HL... That's not right? No. Oh, all right. Um, or you can send the team some calf at ko-fi.com slash way. I just want to say you are very funny. I did not mean to offend. What is the item on the table? I don't really know. I wasn't. I hadn't thought that far ahead. That's fine. I was. I just want to make sure I wasn't missing something. Yeah. I'm a terrible table mom. I just want to say I'm feeling really pretty good about the, that daunting role not being a terrible disaster. <laughs> Maybe you've, you've got Gress's number, apparently. The, the most Literally. successes I've, I've ever gotten. So so Skip goes over there, and with my five successes, I feel like I type Lorenzo. In... Skip. Gosh darn it! <laughs> <laughs> Who are you and what did you do with Lorenzo? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just, who's Lorenzo? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um. Okay. 
Sorry, I, I I was too too <laughs> giggling to myself about the the lower decks thing in my head and my brain to respond to that. My brain just broke. <laughs> Ren is Ren is on pause for a moment, please. <laughs> Ren is on pause. Um, yeah, of course we do an uh, they do an episode like that just as we start to record. It was really uh, I <laughs> now you can be right. impressed. Wow! Wow! What was that? I Did think I... somebody's got a swoop bike outside. Yeah, there's a overzealous motorcycle near my apartment. I see. Oh, I thought it was like the foghorn on a like a freight liner. It was very loud. <laughs> like, I mean, it might be something else, but I think it's a I think it's a motorcycle. It sounded like one to me, but yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. What did I just say? Uh, Yeah, you have no idea how hard it is for me right now not being like, okay, and then skip pockets this and that and this. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you've got a pair of cameras. I mean, skip that time because skip is the one that. (laughs) Got a pair of cameras wheeling through there, so. Yes, yes. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be good to record ourselves robbing someone where they're making a deal with. And we can't trust Lorenzo to destroy uh, video evidence, I feel. There's always another <laughs> copy. <laughs> and, L- Lorenzo would submit it to uh, next year's Hollies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I've ever... T- broke the fifth wall on this show before I push. I don't oh man, we jumped straight to the fifth wall, huh? I'm <laughs> Apparently, um... S- exploded right through the fourth wall. I imagine probably not the small ones. Because Lorenzo has the handheld one that obviously Lorenzo can see what's happening, but I feel like the small ones are probably a, uh, review the footage later situation. Okay. All right. Well, it was a just good idea it, at least. Just it, well, I mean, Lorenzo has yet to answer you in Lorenzo voice, but I, I just wanted to make sure because this was something that we just kind of threw out in the beginning and like, didn't, <laughs> you know, like roll for me to actually have, I figured it was oh, probably, okay, yeah, probably more sense. fluff than mechanical stylistic choices. I mean, what you say does make sense. But yeah, they're up recording and then, they have to land back to get downloaded. That totally makes sense. They have to dock. It says, please see page 178. The rule book. I... <laughs> uh, taking a look. I, I have the rule book actually just... here for once. I do not. I have Sailor Moon chapstick that I'm going to apply. Thank you, Ren. <laughs> is that part of the disguise kit? <laughs> it is. It's a little uh, multicolored how, compact with a moon emblazoned on it. How long is the transformation sequence to put this on? Uh, it depends uh, it how long you think I can keep singing moon, 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 moon. <laughs> it doesn't actually look me. like it conveys any sort of actual advantage. It looks like it's just a thing, apparently. <laughs> now we're just being mean. <laughs> so Brandon, him come Tim. up with all this lore right now. <laughs> Where did he go to college? <laughs> <laughs> what was his mother's maiden name? What's his astrological sign? <laughs> How many viewers did he average on his Twitch streams? I want to know 
Well, well. You know, I really talk about how Corellians are space Texans, but that was the most like space Texan thing. No, I'm I'm a Corellian human. Excuse me. (laughs) I beg your pardon. (laughs) Named for the Texans I've met. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Is that is that how you make the mustaches? No, ew! <laughs> 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 so just carefully, like you know, trimming her hair. And the, no, that's so gross. <laughs> oh, Is that better than Bantha hair? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Excuse um, me. It's the finest of Wookie hairs. <laughs> Does the Wookie know? <laughs> he was having a very bad financial year. <laughs> I mean, All right. Well, 